Hey guys, this is Kylie. This is Aubrey. And this is our Two Friends, Two Murders bonus Bonus episode, episode. you lucky ducks. Yeah. Um, But we figured we'd give you a little something, something since we were a little. Yeah, we were kind of late in the game. Yeah. We're just going to jump right in, though. We won't waste your time with our. We're getting right to it. The online murders. Online murders. And these are going to be some good ones. This one probably is like a viewer or listener discretion, maybe. Uh, mine's not honestly that bad. They're, well, I, yeah, it is. Never mind. Mine's a little gruesome. Yours um, is probably gruesome. Mine's like has like some weird sexual stuff. Oh, so. so if you're under the age of thirteen, thirteen, <laughs> I think like PG thirteen. Okay, maybe under the age of eighteen. <laughs> Please move along. <laughs> Shouldn't be listening to this anyway. So. Yeah, sick. All right, you um, want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. So my online murder, it's. It's an oldie, but it's a goodie. Okay. And I'm actually sure that a lot of people have heard about this murder before, but the story is just so bizarre. I, I just think it's fascinating. I I'm love ready. it. I'm ready. So we start with Thomas Montgomery. He is a 46-year-old Marine. I think um, he had... He had done, like, he was already done with the Marines, right, at this point, Mm -hmm. but, like, in his past life, I think he had done, like, some sharpshooter training and stuff, but he wasn't, like, he wanted to be a sniper, but I don't think he He ever got to that point, so. um, I see where this is going. You'll understand why that's important (laughs) later. (laughs) Um, His world kind of revolved around that past life, too. Like, he was kind of stuck in the good old days, like, really only focused on, like, his Marine past and and that sort of situation, so. Um, he was married and he had two daughters. He was a Sunday school teacher and also had a job at a factory that made machinery parts like drills for cars Mm -hmm. and other things like that. Um, so I think that midlife crisis kind of started to kick in for Thomas. Sounds like it. Yeah. And he, he was kind of getting bored with his like day to day life. So at nights he would come home and go on to this, uh, site called Pogo. And I've never heard, I had never heard of it before, but. I don't know if it's, like, still popping or if it's probably... I, mean, I think it was a back of the day thing. It probably is. Um, so it's it's a game center, but it's also, like, a chat room. So, like, okay. you would go in and play, like, online poker okay, yeah. and, like, different things like that, and you could chat, but it was kind of okay. made for teenagers. That so he creates a profile and goes on to that. Okay. Um, his username is Marine Sniper, mm-hmm. and... While he's on these chat rooms, he meets a girl online named Tall Hot Blonde. Tall Hot Blonde. Uh huh. They- Sounds like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> they had their usernames in this too. Just like I love it. T- Marine Sniper, Tall Hot Blonde. There's one down the road named Beefcake. Ooh, <laughs> but you'll hear about Beefcake later. He comes in. Yeah. Um. So Tall Hot Blonde, they start chatting. Um, they start talking to each other almost every single night. So he goes to his factory job, comes home, and just immediately starts jumping on the chat room and talking to her. Okay. Um, they so this play- is like a nightly thing? Yeah, it's like an everyday nightly thing. Um, they play the online games together. Uh, Tall Hot Blonde says that her name is Jessie. She is an 18-year-old um, senior who plays softball. And so Thomas ends up telling her that... He is also 18. Oh, I see. And he is a Marine sniper waiting to be deployed to Iraq. At 18? None of this is true. Obviously. But, but that's what he he tells her. He starts kind of catfishing her, right? And she's like, ooh. He, like, talks about how he has all these, like, dark military secrets and, like, how hard it is and just, like, 
Oh, please. He ends up sending her a picture, too, of when he actually was Went a Marine. The yeah, it's like 30 years out of date, but, mm-hmm. like, she he, that's what he sends her. And she's yeah. like, ooh, hot military guy. I like it. I like it. So um, their conversations move from friendship to flirtation. Mm-hmm. She starts sending him, like, risque pictures. Oh, boy. Um, this continues on, and they start having virtual sex. Cyber sex, whatever Ew. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I mean, hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Okay. <laughs> I know all that. Oh my gosh. Oh, like, we're just going to keep moving on. <laughs> um, they start talking on the phone. They basically fall in love. They start telling each other that they love each other. And Tommy, that's so sorry, he calls himself Tommy. I'm assuming to make himself seem younger. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, so Tommy even proposes to Jesse via oh, online. even though they've never met in person. They've never met in person, but they are now hmm. engaged. Well, and he's also already married and has two kids, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, eventually, Thomas ended up telling people that the virtual sex kind of made him feel dirty, but he was in too deep to sever ties, ties with her, and it's it became a drug that he needed. Like, yeah. if he tried to go An even addiction. days without talking to her, he would, like, freak yeah. out. So he's, he's completely addicted at this yeah. point air quotes addicted whatever what's really bizarre about this too is that he would also talk to her as tom senior so so he was two separate people talking to her yeah he pretended that like he (laughs) he had (laughs) he pretended that tommy's dad tom senior was uh, would get online when like he wasn't online and talk to her too so like she thought she was talking to tommy and and his dad but it's actually him. Was like, his dad trying to get it, or was he just like, oh, no, yeah, his dad. Well, it was weird because, like, sometimes he would see that, like, Jesse was flirting with other guys in the chat room. Oh, yeah. And so, like, Tommy would get really mad, but Tom Sr. would also get online and talk to her and get, like, really pissed. Like, my son loves you, and you're flirting with other guys in the chat room, and da 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 and, like... Tommy would forgive her, but Tom Sr. would still be mad at her. Oh, like, God. It's just... Multiple personalities? It's pretty crazy. Like, he, he said that he lost touch with reality, right? Like, he's leading a double, triple life mm-hmm. with this girl. Like, it's just pretty crazy. Weird. Yeah, I thought that was so weird. So, um, obviously, there's a few problems with them being engaged. Like, he is an 18. Mm-hmm. He is already married with two kids. Yep. Um... But this conic- this conversation with them went on for almost a year. So they're meeting every night. They're chatting online. They start to talk on phone, like on the phone together. It, doesn't she realize that his voice is like older? He must, I don't know. I guess not. I don't know. I Have guess. you? Wa- I mean, if you watch like those MTV Catfish, you can oh, like yeah. sometimes they think they're talking to people and the voices do not match. Yeah, like at all. So I guess not. But. Weird. Um, so everything's going, you know, fine and dandy for them until, oh boy, Tom's actual wife, Cindy, starts to find some stuff. Well, it's about time she starts wondering, like, what's he do every night? Yeah, well, and it's said that, like, she would get mad at him and he would just, like, give excuse after excuse, like, I'll I'll be off in a minute, like, I'll I'll be to bed as soon as I'm done, like, I'm in the middle of this, like, just kind of keeps giving her the runaround, but she ends up getting online and finding... Like, on his username, I don't know if he, like, left it up or, like, what exactly happened, but Mm -hmm. Cindy and that's his wife's name is Cindy Montgomery. She ends up finding everything, like, love letters, all their chats, all of their, like, emails back and forth. Um, 
tall hot blonde had actually sent him packages of like risque pictures of her in the mail along with like her panties and the wife ended up finding them ew yeah so she freaks the fuck out obviously uh, yeah i would too yeah so she freaks out but she feels bad that like her husband is taking advantage of this like 18 year old girl like online so yeah. she ends up taking a picture like a family picture of them and sends it <laughs> she's to like, the FYI. girl yeah she's like and writes her this huge letter like this is who you've been talking to yeah that is my 46 year old husband these are our two children mm-hmm. like How you should not would you feel oh my god <laughs> i wouldn't yeah yeah, so she's just like, you should not trust who you're talking to online because this this isn't who you think it is, right? Yeah. And so Jesse or Tall Hot Blonde, ends up reaching okay. out to Thomas and is like, I can't believe you lied to me. Like, I this is over. Who's Tom Senior? Let me talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, who is it? She just she immediately breaks off the relationship. She's she's super mad at him for lying to her and ends up like there was one of uh, Thomas's coworkers that was in the same chat room with them and would, mm-hmm. like, play games oh, with them, too. Okay. This is a Beefcake. Mr. Beefcake's in Mr. Now. Beefcake has now entered the story. All right. His name is Brian Barrett. He's 22, and, again, he's a co-worker of Thomas's mm-hmm. at the factory. At the factory, okay. Um, she ends up writing him and is like, is this true? Like, is this really the dude that I've been talking to? And he's like, yeah, like, I, yeah. I thought you knew. Like, my bad, blah, blah, blah. And so... They actually start, like, I think uh, Jesse wanted to get back at Thomas, so she starts flirting with Brian, a.k.a. Beefcake, oh in the chat room so that, like, he sees it, right? And, and then so they fall in love and, and live happily ever after. <laughs> well, <laughs> not, this is not a fairy tale podcast. This is not a fairy tale <laughs> podcast. There's some murder about there. to oh boy, come for you. Um, but they do become a cyber item. So, like, they now they're dating online and they're just like flaunting it in front you know, of Thomas's face. Maybe she's face. like, maybe I should meet some solid folks in person. Well, you know, whatevs. Well, and I think this is like right as like the internet and chat rooms were getting like really yeah, huge and so that popular was the way too. To do it. So it was just like this new platform to meet people. So, hmm. um, but. So not only are they, like, just flirting in front of Thomas in the chat room, like, they're going into the chat room and telling people, like, this is who he is. Do not believe him if he tells you that he's this 18-year-old named Tommy. Mm-hmm. It's not true. He's a pedophile because he's been, yeah. like, yeah. trying to flirt with this, like, 18-year-old girl and take advantage of her. Like, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so Thomas starts to freak the fuck out and, like, starts threatening Jesse. He's like, I'm going to come to your house and, like hurt your family i'm gonna murder your mom i'm gonna like brian will pay for this with his blood like just sending like very um threatening messages to both of them very aggressive so i don't know what's up with tall hot blonde but she starts to flirt with thomas again like she I think she liked so much. She I think she like liked the attention and just yeah, like sure. wanted to like pl- mess with them. Yeah. Um. So I actually took like a little snippet of their conversations she at this point right now. Yeah. So do you want to? You need to help me reenact oh, it. <laughs> do you want to be? Do you want to be tall, hot, blonde, or do you want to be marine sniper? I'll be top, tall, hot, blonde. Oh yeah, killing it already. <laughs> what are my lines? <laughs> Here, let me pull them over to you. All right, are you ready? Yeah, but wait, are you going to do, like, a manly voice? Should I? Marine sniper manly voice? Yeah. Okay, are we ready? I'll go for it. (laughs) Okay. 
I ache to be with Tommy. <laughs> Do you miss it, Tom? More than you will ever know. <laughs> My heart aches to hear you call me your Tommy. <laughs> I wish I could be that 19-year-old Marine for you. I know, Tom. So that's how, so they start having those conversations again, and they start cyber-sexing again, but then literally the next second she tells him that she's with uh, Brian or Beefcake, and to leave- Pick your man. Yeah, exactly, and for Tom to leave her alone. So she's just, she's messing with both guys, right? But um, she, so once she breaks up with Tom again, he's obviously super pissed, super jealous, um, keeps battering Brian at work to, like, leave- Tall hot blonde mm-hmm. alone, and that this was her, his girl, and that like he He's found her girl. first, like all that kind of stuff. And then, um, what really sets him off is that Brian ends up telling him, like, "Look, you need to back off. I'm going to actually meet Jesse in person, and like we're together. Like, yeah, leave me alone." This is a thing. Yeah, and that was just the final straw for him. So oh on September fifteenth, two thousand six, Brian was walking out to his car gone into his truck and was sitting there and then Thomas came up from the side and with a military gun shot him three times. Brian was found early the next day dead in his car and um, Thomas had like like ran home and like tried to like create an alibi that like him and his family like went camping and stuff but it just obviously didn't work. Like the police already knew about this like weird or found out about the love like this weird love triangle. triangle. Yeah so here's kind of like the really crazy part is that the police end up going down to West Virginia because they, you know, think Jesse's life is in danger now, too. Yeah. And so when they they go to the door, Mary Sheeler answers, and this is, uh, they warn her about the situation that her daughter could be in. And so Mary is Jesse's mom, gotcha. and she answers the door when the cops show up, yeah. and they can, they tell her what's going on, and like, your, da- your daughter is in danger. Yeah. And um, <laughs> what's crazy is that Mary already knows about this. Because, because- Mary is Jesse. Mary is tall, hot, blonde. I knew it. I knew it all along. Been using her daughter's actual pictures online. So like Gross. it's actually her daughter's pictures that she's using, but she's like pretending that it's her. And they said that she had been using her pictures all over the internet with she like She just gets pissed at Tommy, yet she be doing the same thing. Uh, yep, exactly. Had sent her pictures to tons of dudes online, like even like took How like How did she get nudes of her daughter? I don't They're I don't, probably stored on our computer. Or yeah, something. I think they're like using the same computer. Like and I don't know if they were straight up nudes or yeah, they or, were, if they, or were they could like, have been someone else's nudes that she just was like They also said that she like took a picture of like up her daughter's skirt without her like knowing and like would send it to guys and like, Do you like this? This is a solid mom. Isn't that disgusting? She's it in life. So Thomas was sentenced to twenty years to life for killing uh-huh. um Brian and then Mary didn't receive anything for the role that she played in his and murder. What her daughter's just like, Oh, we can still continue to have a relationship. Absolutely not. Her dad divorced her yep. and the daughter don't talk to the mom at all. They completely disowned her. Good. Can you imagine if oh. you found out your mom was using your pictures online? That's disgusting. How disgusting is that? I would that? feel violated. Yeah, absolutely. So there's actually, uh, there's a documentary called Tall Hot Blonde about this, and there's also a Lifetime movie, Ooh. and so obviously I'm into that cheesy kind of yeah, stuff, like but like, that. it's a pretty good Lifetime movie, so hmm. you can you can actually What's watch it on YouTube. Called? Tall Hot Blonde as well. Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> there you go. Um, let me just play you, like, this little snippet of okay. them. Because I think Thomas is already out. Like, it's already been. 
Oh, because he probably only got 20 years. He only years, got so 20 layers. years, yeah. So weird. It is weird. I don't understand how you can get anything shorter than a life sentence, yeah. but I don't know. So anyway, this is the guy from 2020 interviewing him. Her screen name, Tall Hot Blonde. She goes, hey, hey, cowboy, how you doing? I said, hey, Tall, how are you? When you first see this thing come up, and she says hello, and it says Tall Hot Blonde, what are you thinking? So I checked out her her bio to see it. It says she was 18, so I figured I'll talk back to her. You know, she's probably a, a nice-looking girl. She's probably a nice-looking girl. Yeah, like, he straight-up knew she was 18 and was like, I'm going for it. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's oh, my, that's my I like creeper. How he's like, she said, hey, cowboy. Hey, cowboy. What's up? What's and it's, good? like, really just Mary on the other end. <laughs> Old Mary. Old Mary. in her chair, drinking some Coke. <laughs> Yes. All right. I don't like it. Okay. Yep. My turn? Yep. My turn. Your turn. Mm. I should make a song. Do it. <laughs> no. Okay. So my murder is about John Edward Robinson, a.k.a. the Slave Master. I have never heard of him. Or the internet's first serial killer, which is important. Okay. Because you'd think you, you would have heard of him, but I sure hadn't. Um, John Robinson was an American ser- serial killer who killed anywhere from three to eight women uh, because he made contact with them via online. Mm-hmm. That is why he's sometimes referred to as the Internet's first serial killer. Okay, so that's like how he's finding the girls. So that's how he's finding some of these girls is through online. Okay. So let's go back through John's life, shall we? Let's do it. So John was born in 1943 in Illinois. Um, his father was an alcoholic and his mother was a firm believer in harsh discipline. Whatever that <laughs> means, but good on you. Uh, there isn't much to his childhood, but in 1957, John enrolled into, which this is just weird to me, Quigley Preparatory Seminary School, which is a private school for boys aspiring to be priests. Uh, was the name Quigley? Quigley. Quigley. Okay. Quigley Quigley preschool. Preparatory Seminary Preschool. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said Quigley Preschool, but it's preparatory, so... <laughs> Same death, whatever. So, John later dropped out of preschool due to disciplinary preschool. issues. Priest school. So, did you I, think I said preschool? Yeah, I no, did. priest. Yeah, but I got you now. Priest okay. school. Back at it. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> so, for the disruption. Jeez. Later decided to become an x-ray technician, switching up his career goals in life, and married Nancy Lynch and had three children. Okay. So, at this point, he seems like a solid, normal dude. Okay. Well, he's not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, his criminal history began in 1969. <laughs> we are, like, killing it with this bonus oh, episode. This is a struggle. So, uh, after he embezzled $33,000 from the medical practice that he was working at. He was arrested and sentenced to three years of probation. Now, John decided, why not move to another city to switch things up? So, he not only violated his parole by moving to another state, but he again embezzled from the firm that he was working at and was arrested in 1970. Okay. So, in 1975, he was arrested again, this time on charges of security fraud and mail fraud. Damn. So, this is his third time being arrested. But these people just keep giving him probation. So while all of this is happening, John still looks like the perfect family man. He even named himself Man of the Year. He named himself Man of the Year? So he had like his own organization and he (laughs) named himself (laughs) Man of the Year and threw parties in his own honor. Wow. So killed it. Nice. 
So, well, in 1979, John finally completed his probation, so now he's off the hook. <laughs> We're doing so good. It's me. I'm sorry. I'm just like a hot mess. It's because you've had three cups of coffee. I, it really is. <laughs> okay, anyways, in 1979, John finally completed his probation, but it didn't take long before he was arrested again on multiple charges, charges of embezzlement and forgery. He only served 60 d- days in jail. Well, <laughs> well, what, Kylie? <laughs> like, I mean, how do they expect him to change if he know. keeps getting he's off the hook? Gonna, he's, get, he's getting worse. Uh, well, now John is not so much a family man. Uh, things are quickly taking a turn. So he began sexually uh, propositioning his neighbor's wives hmm. and even joined a cult named the International Council of Masters, a.k.a. the Slave Masters. What the hell? I don't know, but it's a thing. This cult would lure victims to gatherings and be tortured and raped by its members. Jesus Christ. There's not a lot to be found on the actual cult because, you know, cults are... They're, like, hidden. and They're hidden. Yeah. So there's not a lot except for people who come out and they're like, this happened. Weird. So he joined this cult and now this is when the murders begin. So John continues to start fraudulent businesses. So he's still doing that on the side and stealing people's money. And now this is how he starts to find his victims, by posting ads for people, like, employees that he's looking for. Mm-hmm. So, in 1984, John hired Paula Godfrey, who was only 19, to work as a sales representative. He told Godfrey that she was going on a business trip for training and to let her family know. So, Godfrey told all her friends and family, like, she was going to be gone for a little bit, working on training. Mm-hmm. Well, after not hearing from her daughter for, say, a couple weeks... Her parents actually filed a missing persons report. Yeah. Because how freaking long can you be gone for training? Seriously. So several days later, Godfrey's parents received a letter that was not handwritten. It was typed. Why do they do it? I don't know. This was, yeah, I don't know. So it was stating it was from Godfrey letting him know that she was okay and not to look for her. Godfrey has never been found or heard of since. Oh my gosh. Yes. So... One year later, in 1985, John met Lisa Stasi and her daughter at a women's shelter. He promised Lisa a job in Chicago. So this is kind of when things get a little weird. Mm -hmm. So John's just like a straight-up weird dude. So he ends up letting his brother and sister-in-law know that he knows of a baby whose mom had committed suicide and isn't in the picture anymore. And for $5,500, he knows a lawyer who's obviously fake. Uh, who would send adoptions paper. So the mother, Lisa Stasi, who he just hired, was never heard from or found. And then actually the brother and the sister actually ended up adopting this baby. What the actual fuck? Yeah. It continues. Uh, Oh, can you imagine growing up to be that kid and, like, finding out? Well, and I don't know. I'm sure something happened, too, where later on in life, like, they were like, this isn't an actual adoption, but I don't know if they, they probably went through with a legit adoption or something. Yeah, at that point. Oh, my. Uh, Psycho. Yeah. So, in 1987, Catherine Clampett found a job posting online. Clampett. Clampett. She was hired by John and went missing in June of that year. She still has not been found. So we don't even know what he's doing to them at this yep. point. Nope, like they're not just at this missing. Mm-hmm. Weird. So again, in 1987. So this is like more that, yeah. every year, or even sometimes multiple in a year. So he was arrested in 1987. Again. On, yep, on multiple fraud counts and was incarcerated. So this time he actually went to jail. Finally, until 1993. So he was in jail for like yeah 
few years. Math. Five yeah. years? I don't know. Years. Years. <laughs> years and years. So now while he was in prison, he met Beverly Bonner. So while John was, when John was released from jail, Beverly was like, oh my God, this guy is so beautiful. I love him. Mm-hmm. So she left her husband. Is and he attractive? Like, is he like a good looking psycho or what? You know, no. No? No? Okay. I don't know what it is about a man in orange, though. <laughs> She's into it. <laughs> it gets her. All right. So she actually left her husband and moved to Kansas to work for John. So after John had arranged for Beverly to start receiving her alimony checks, she was never heard from again. So he, like, convinced Bonnie that she needed to send her alimony checks to them in Kansas. Yeah, And then that when that sense. process started, she went missing, but the checks continued to continued to come she was never heard from again so just every girl that comes in contact with him is yeah it's just like falling off the the same pattern whatever he just keeps on going so at this time robinson had started using the internet using the name slave master so he was on online chats using that name looking for women who are looking for sex so the first victim he met was sheila faith in 1994 sheila moved to kansas city to be with john and immediately what disappeared Ugh. what do you know through this time john became pretty popular in online chat rooms so like people knew who slave master was oh okay so in 1999 he met isabella luica i think mm-hmm. john offered this polish immigrant a job and a bondage relationship so a contract okay. she signed a slave air quotes contract with john which basically gave rights for him to control all of her life everything including Mm -hmm. her body her money everything she did um so during the summer of 1999 she went missing john told people that he didn't know where she went she was deported and he hasn't heard from her so that's what he started to tell people okay you guys should see my face right now i'm just in total cringe (laughs) (laughs) all right so about the time that isabel went missing john convinced suzette Troughton, I think, to move to Kansas. So I don't Jesus. know what it is about this guy, but he can get the ladies. Yeah, okay. I'm just wondering if they, like, see, like, an online profile pic, and they're like, I'm super into he this. Knows, yeah, like, maybe he's catfishing some people. Like, yeah, okay. So he convinces her to move to Kansas. So Suzette would send letters to her mother from Kansas just being like, I'm doing good, because, mm-hmm. you know, there's not a thing called telephones. Right. There actually is. But they don't use but them. But they don't use them, apparently. <laughs> But later, John told her mother that she had run off with some acquaintance, and he hadn't heard from her. He didn't know where she was. Yeah. She was just missing. all these women in his life just, yep. you know, decide to so, take off. Now that he has, what, five or so women missing, yeah. he, like other serial killers, is getting a little cocky, which is also getting a little sloppy at the same time. Well, he did host his own Man of the Year party. Yeah, exactly. He's a solid <laughs> So at this point, yeah, police are like, well, all these women from Kansas are missing. All these women from Missouri are missing. Mm -hmm. What's the connection? John, maybe. They joined police forces to kind of figure out and watch John to see what they're doing. John was actually arrested for something else in 2000. He was actually arrested for when two women actually filed sexual battery complaints against him. Oh, wow. So his record is just building and building. Yeah. So while he was incarcerated, police were like, let's go search his farm and, like, find out what's happening. This dude owns a farm with all this land. Going back to those women, too, I wonder if, like, they met on that chat room, too, and, like, things just got crazy, or, like, how, like, when did the battery... Yeah, so he was, like, because he was so popular online, he was, like being mean to women and mm-hmm. like 
so that's when these people are like made these complaints against him and that's when he was arrested gotcha okay so back to the farm yeah so police decided to search his farm and end up finding finding two decaying bodies stuffed (gasps) into chemical barrels so these were the bodies of isabella and suzette (sighs) okay across state lines in missouri another task force decided they should search john's storage facility mm-hmm. there they found three chemical barrels which contained the corpses of beverly sheila and sheila's disabled daughter debbie Sh- why oh i don't know God. why debbie had to be involved but he felt it was necessarily and guess what this is the picture that I have. Oh, my God. I'm not ready. Is of the bodies in the barrels. I'm not ready. Do you want to see them? Uh, I guess. <laughs> I'm so scared. They're disgusting. Kay. Is this from the farm or from the storage unit? This one's the farm. Uh, uh, okay, people. It's happening. Oh, sick. What the? Yeah, that's like her mutilated body. <gasps> and there's another one. This was one that they found in the storage unit. I was going to faint. There's no sound coming out of my mouth. Holy shit. Yeah, so to kind of explain these pictures, because obviously I'm not posting them, it's literally, it. it's hard to explain because it looks just like a bag or something full of, like, jelly. And, like, <laughs> But it's not. Meat. It's like a body that's, like, yeah, it looks like an old piece of meat. It does. Oh, my God. The second one is, like, basically bones and <gasps> it's liquid. Yeah. They're obviously not all the way decomposed. decomposed no, well, and them probably being in this liquid or over maybe preserved them a little bit. I don't know. What the fuck? Yes. Okay, thanks for that You're so welcome. much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leave you with that. So all five women had died the same way. So they were killed with blows to their head. So he had hit them in the head and then they were all stuffed into these chemical barrels. In 2002, John was sentenced to death for the murders. He was supposed to be the first convict ever executed by lethal injection in the state of Kansas. But because there was still like three or so women, women they didn't know where they were, they didn't put him on death row because they wanted to try to figure out where these women were. Because yeah. there's still two or three that yeah. they never, they've never found. So instead, he took a plea deal and was exchange or he was sentenced to uh life in prison instead of death penalty did he end up telling nope where- so they still don't know where those women are um he did as part of the plea confess to the murders of paula godfrey and Catherine clampett mm-hmm. but i don't know if they ever found them or not their bodies he today is still in the kansas prison under the life life sentence my god at this point it's like what are you holding on to like you've already gotten your plea deal like why can't you just like a lot with like ted bundy for example it's like you've already been caught so might as well give these people like give their families peace and and just tell them what happened or where their bodies are it's yeah i just don't understand that at all yeah so there's my online murders okay that's disgusting yeah. and now i have i'm gonna have nightmares so thank you <laughs> you're so welcome <laughs> this is she's trying to get back at me for like showing the freaking poop that's picture. exactly <laughs> my motivation in this is i gotta find the nastiest pictures for kylie because she made me watch see a picture of a guy eating poop <laughs> but oh man. if you guys really want to see it all you gotta do is go to the google the Google has everything. The Google has everything. Oh, online murders are creepy. We'll probably do this again. Yeah, there's there were so many good ones, like, looking through. So, we yeah, we'll definitely circle back to this theme. But hopefully you guys enjoyed our 
bonus episode. Bonus episode. I'm sure Thanks we'll for kicking it more. with us. And sorry again about the wait, but hopefully this was worth it. Yes, for sure. Two murders in one week. Absolutely. Yeah, welcome. You're so welcome. <laughs> Start singing that song. Just kidding. No. <laughs> I totally could. All right. <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs> yeah, welcome. <laughs>